Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Chubby Behemoth. It's me, your regular host, Sam Talent, joined as always by Jake Becker. And our guest today is none other than the TikTok sensation, Nathan the Rappin' Baby Lund. Nathan, (laughs) thank you for being here today. It's an honor to be here. I can't believe I'm in Ohio. Well, it's good to have you here in Dayton, the hub of the quadrangle. We are glad to have the rapping baby with us, the man who's all about the pee-pee and the doo-doo. That's all that he poo-poos. Change me, I'm full. And, unfortunately, uh, the shows tonight at the Funny Bone are full. Uh, so you're going to have to maybe dress up like a baby and try to sneak in with people that look like they could be your parents. We did hear that from management. If you come in a diaper, it's 10 bucks to get in if it's empty, 5 if it's full. So join us tonight at the Dayton Funny Bone right there on... <laughs> Halliburton and I-19. It's going to be a barrel of laughs. Now, Nathan, what is it like being both a man and a baby and a rapper? How does that work, occupying all three of those spheres at once? Uh, well, you know, I wear a lot of hats. They're all, they're three different sizes because I commit to the bit, you know? So uh, each of my characters has their own backstory, waist size, metabolism, uh, so it can get confusing. I can lose myself, you know, in these uh, in these performances, and then you know, uh, it, it's been two weeks and I haven't looked in the mirror and, and seen myself. So, uh, well, you look I, good. Oh, thanks. Well, yeah, but then I but then I I look at my bank account and I feel better. I'm like, I don't care who I am as long as these checks keep coming. And I heard that last night the Tuesday night shows were sold. Out. That's got to feel pretty good to be a baby and a rapper and a man who can move units on Rock and Roll Tuesday here in the Lollipop City. Well, yeah, you know, we got the uh, album coming out soon. Yeah. Uh, hoping that uh, the people that have been, you know, packing into shows uh, despite the coronavirus pandemic will... Uh, well, you're lucky because babies can't get the virus. I think that's helped, yeah, is that uh, I have a younger crowd. Uh, a lot of my... A lot of my uh, Audience still uh, being aged with months instead of years, and so that uh, I think has helped us on the road so far. We've seen a lot of eighteen and over shows. We're the only one who's eighteen and under. What's that like having the TikTok demo in the room with you? Well, you know, you have to uh, you have to have the trust of the parents because they're, they're, oh, they're that's the word trust. That means we're giving away six tickets to the county fair right here in Doppelganger County. Oh, it's a baby, and that means it's time for a riff from Nathan the Rappin' Baby. His new album, Always Sweaty, Diaper Heavy, is dropping on SoundCloud, because he's a rapper. That's right. Yeah, you gotta take me seriously. I hope to be, uh, you know, at the Source Awards, at the BET Hip Hop Awards. Uh, yeah, you know, it's a gimmick, sure, but a lot of rappers that are taken seriously have gimmicks. You know, some of these guys came from, you know, the suburbs, and they have a whole persona that is, uh, you know, not their true selves, and that's the case with me. I'm not actually a baby, spoiler alert. But I do like your backstory that you cracked out of an egg on July 4th, 1999, right there, when we were all waving the flag, right before 9-11. It was a different time. That egg, what was it like in there? Well, uh, it was warm. It was insulated. Warm obviously. in the egg. Uh, we tried to get as insulated close as, egg. We we tried to re- recreate uh, an emu's egg because it was obviously a very big egg. And uh, is so, that yeah. where you got the name for your last album, Emo Egg? No, no, that was you know my emo phase. Uh, the emu egg was 99, so, you know, we were trying to do like a, kind of like a rap metal kind of a thing. Hawthorne Heights right here in Dayton, the pride of Dayton. Is that right? I'm pretty sure. My son was in the band. I haven't seen him in 13 years. (laughs) Answer the calls, Jared. I miss you. (laughs) Mama's sick. Now, you have made the transition from back in the day, you weren't the rapping baby, you were the emu, emo toddler. And you have grown backward, it looks like. Well, a lot yeah. of artists evolve, you have devolved, and I'm loving it. I feel like, yeah, you know, one of the complaints of child actors, of, of anyone who's successful in show business when they're young, is that they get older and they grow up maybe a little too fast, you know, they're getting DUIs, they're slapping waitresses' asses. And so uh, getting older can be a bad thing. So I thought, what if I never get older? What if I actually get 
younger with every release with each you know halloween all of a sudden i'm uh yeah i so yeah it my evolution is uh kind of a backwards evolution don't call it a devolution uh because i'm still growing and uh yeah i'm excited i'm just excited just excited to get back out on the road get in my bus are you tired get, of playing the hits get in my crib <laughs> because as we know your last number one single baby wants his milk teething <laughs> ring volume four Went big on the charts, and look, I played it. Last at my last arraignment, I entered the room, the courtroom, to that song. That's an honor. Yes, it was. I wish the honorable judge would have seen it the same way, but I guess he forgot his glasses that day. <laughs> yeah, uh, I just, I just want to entertain people. I don't mind playing the hits because that's just people remembering what I, where I've been. Well, let's look at some of your big hits. Spinners on the stroller. Spinners on the stroller. That was a yeah, big that, one. That was that was yeah. That you know I was a little cocky, a little confident. You know, lactation like, nation. Everybody was getting their getting their rides blinged out, getting pimped out by uh, exhibit, and I was like, yeah, here's exhibit A. I'm a baby. Now I don't want to go a little deep on this, but you have had a little bit of controversy in your career. Do you want to talk about the incident at Applebee's? <laughs> Listen, uh, yeah, I mean, sometimes it's hard to 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 just be Nathan Lund, you know? And uh, I was getting swarmed by people. There was, like, chaos. My manager, my agent were both getting smacked around by this woman that was very angry with me. She I mean, was like, must say it's pretty cool that your manager and agent are the Menina's brothers. They uh, have done a good job taking care of me. I feel like I'm kind of a father figure to them. Meanwhile, well, watch out. They're raising me. And so you know they were their last daddy. Well, allegedly. And so I mean, jury's still out. I mean, the jury came back in, but the jury, the figurative jury's still out. And uh But the it, literal jury is in. They uh, are they're guilty of murder. They're in, pri- murder. they're in prison. They they're able to do a lot with, you know, just with a fax machine and a pencil, you know, that's not too sharp. You know, they have to have a blunt pencil in there and uh that's but but the contracts look good to me, you know. So so I can't complain. Well, but. look, our own producer Jake Becker, he's gotten some trouble with Applebee's before. He was once pulled out of there in a blackout fugue state, screaming, "All you can eat apps means all you can eat." <laughs> uh, he was in there for a record seventeen days before they finally <laughs> took him down with that sniper's dart. Yeah, well, hey, I don't know if it's uh, maybe it's something in the water at Applebee's, man, because uh, I felt like a different person in there entirely. I didn't. F- I felt like a whole other character that I haven't even done on stage for money yet. I've given up on water. I've been drinking my own bottled urine. And I must say, it's warmer than the tap. <laughs> That's what you're drinking right now? That's right. That's right here. You thought it was mellow yellow, but I'm not that way, fellow. This is my own piss. Yum, yum. Glug, 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 glug. What was that noise? Uh-oh. That means we're giving away tickets to see the rapping baby. Don't get it confused with the knockoff. The poet, baby. <laughs> I'm so tired. <laughs> Guncha. I've been sleeping in my own car with a gun under the pillow. And by pillow, I mean in the glove box where I put my head. <laughs> that's where, yeah, that's where your head goes when you sleep in a car. That's, that's right. That's just how the body folds. You get head on the... That's not bad, huh? It's not the worst. Well, you heard it here first, guys and gals. If you're a baby and you gotta love him, come on down to see the rapping baby Nathan Lund at the Dayton Funny Bone. Shows Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. No shows Saturdays, but he's back on Sunday. Saturdays for soccer. They use soccer. That's you know my whole demographic is playing soccer. They're trying to earn a, a some type of badge. And so, yeah, uh, I actually lose money if I perform on Saturdays. So come on through, though, uh, you know, any other day, uh, dress like a baby. Get in there. We'll put you in the back. You heard it here first. Get in the back. And now, speaking of getting in the back, we are kicking out the back catalog of Fog Hat with this one. Big Titty Witch Woman, <laughs> don't whisper on my grave. <laughs> All right, quit oh, doing that voice. We're out. Great segment, Nathan. Thank you. Thank you for joining us here today. Uh, yeah. Wait. So <laughs> you're gonna stop doing the voice? But that's I'm still a guest. On, yeah, <laughs> I'm still a guest on your show. We're off the air. Now. <laughs> uh, thankfully. Yeah. Oh, I, I thought uh, I thought you were an actual DJ. You're saying that was a voice? No, no, I am an actual DJ, but I don't talk the way all the time. 
you put that hat on and immediately started talking like that. <laughs> it didn't seem like uh, like it was on purpose. Well, I am wearing this Cosby hat because it's stick or treat tonight, everyone. And uh, this is coming out tomorrow. And let's just say, me and Christy Bukley are putting on a show. <laughs> yeah, you're being annoyingly secretive, you and Bukley both. Uh, as if... <laughs> As if I'm on the fence about buying a ticket, and you're like, you gotta come to find out. And it, just fucking tell me, dude. Who cares? I'll tell you. No, I don't even care anymore. You, you, you and Christy both blew it. Now I'm just gonna not have fun the whole time. You couldn't care more. You, all you've been talking about since we got here is who are you gonna be? How are you gonna change my life tonight? Tugging on your hoodie sleeve. Yeah, exactly. Hey, mister, who are you gonna be? Hey, mister, it's me, Nathan Lund. I'm just a little guy. You gonna be a hiker? Do you have a cat eye? Hiker contact? canceled. Oh, yeah? It's popping off in Iowa? Is yeah. there another derecho keeping him from coming through? God, that was the best episode we've had. <laughs> hiker. The hiker episode, I man. barely talked. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it ruled. <laughs> oh, and we're back! Yeah, uh, the song... What? No. no? Okay. You got canceled. Oh. Wearing that hat. Baby, where am I going to sleep tonight? My car's been towed. <laughs> it's tough to talk to a loved one in this voice. I'll say that. <laughs> Baby, please, come home. I didn't mean it. Uh, yeah, stick or treat tonight. It's always a fun time. Everybody's really excited. It's necessary. It's important. Ahead of, you know, ahead of election day. People need this. When's the last time we're allowed to laugh? I can't wait for uh, people walking by who are blackout to just uh, scream at us. Probably negative things. Maybe some support. But I'll bet it'll be a lot of negative screaming. Who the fuck are you? It's just Chris D'Elia, but the real Chris D'Elia walking by. <laughs> I used to do that. I couldn't get booked. Probably because it looked like a sleepy eagle. That's yeah. his opener on his special. Nice. I look like a tired eagle. Wow. Let's move some units. Smacking that crowd around. With breaking news. The crowd has been smacked around by Chris <laughs> D'Elia. He has taken a hostage. We're going live to our man on the street. It's Nathan Lund. Nathan, what is the situation down there outside Denver Central Market? Uh, Chris D'Elia is uh, shirtless, screaming, uh, telling people how much money is in his bank account. Showing people uh, uh, screenshots of what appear to be ATM receipts. Uh, clearly obsessed with money. Uh, he thinks that that is the only measure of success. Uh, and also uh, acting as if he can't see anybody that is shorter than six feet tall. Which seems inappropriate. A lot of fans, his fans, I'm sure, are of, uh, you know, a lesser height. Sounds like most women on dating apps. Trust me, being four foot eight, I know. It's tough out there for the little kings. I'm not talking the creamy beers from Rochester. I'm talking about little men. Maybe they didn't get enough noodle, natal vitamins. I don't know. Either way, I'm too small to be loved. Another fog hat hit coming right now. I'm the bagel boss, and I gotta tell you. God, bagel boss ruled, man. Where's he? We could probably get him to cameo. Wait, he He's died, on cameo. Right? Did no, he die of a stroke? Die. Who's Bagel Boss? Who's Bagel Boss? Ah, uh, come on. Come on. Becker. Becker, you're pretending to be dumb? No, it's a bit. Nope. I don't know. I'm just dumb. The Bagel Boss was famous. Was that the beginning of this year? Or last he, well, year? Well, yeah. You don't remember? He, uh... He assassinated Abe Lincoln. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Jumped off the balcony. That's right. Yeah. He got, uh... He got filmed in a bagel boss in like New York being an asshole and it was he was like very mad and he thought that people were laughing at him I don't think because he was like were. 4 foot 6 he was a short oh, guy oh he like tried to fight a guy and somebody he else he tried to fight a guy and he got put down like a little kid I do remember this <laughs> if he, there I, was didn't, a, I didn't know his name was bagel boss you remember how Pokemon used to have they introduced the babies that cracked out of the eggs <laughs> mm-hmm. and there was like baby remember Pikachu Care Bear Cousins if <laughs> If Jim Norton had a baby Pokemon, that would be Bagel Boss. He was kind of a... <laughs> he looked just like Norton. Oh, because, yeah, he had a shaved head. Yeah. Right? I was going to say, maybe he had kind of a Bobby Slayton face? I think a Bobby Collins. <laughs> Am I? Yeah. How did your uh, your live show go last night with Lewis Johnson? It was okay. Okay. It did feel like hanging out in the green room, which I miss. Yeah, me too, man. Comics kicking it. Talking some smack. That was the. Best I mostly part of just tried to. I mostly just tried to make sure that uh, 
I could suck up to Lou a little because he likes it. Yeah. He's very funny. And uh, so we reminisced a little bit about the good old days. Oh, because he complained about you. He said there was a time. Here we go. There was a time <laughs> where you guys were on a show together and you like switched with him because you didn't want to follow him. Because you didn't want to. It wanna, was in Boulder. You're like, oh, you're gonna, you're, you're gonna bury me, and then you buried him, and no. he, he was upset. No, it was in Boulder for the new Boulder Comedy Show, and Lou Johnson been doing stand up, you know, since before it was. He's been illegal. doing it a little longer than me. Yeah, exactly. Shut He's been doing stand up for forty years, so I <laughs> deferred to have Lou go last, out of respect. There was nothing. There was fear in my in my shears. It I was, was clipping. It and was self preservation. No, it wasn't. Dude. It was fear. Uh-uh. And I happened to have a good set because I was on stage. Who's surprised? <laughs> and uh, you were leaning and and cleaning. You, I was, had, you had time to lean and time to clean. I was Lena, and he was done, man. All right, so uh, <laughs> it was girls all over again. But yeah, that's not what happened. Well, I just told them that it is. Difficult. Nobody wants to follow him. We used to have to follow him when we weren't very funny, and it sucked. Yeah. He'd, like, show up at the Squire, go up there and destroy, and then you had to go up after him and just get maybe looked at. Yeah, but that was also a defense mechanism at the Squire, because I would go up and crawl on the booths, and I would, like, ask a knock-knock joke to some Chad who wasn't listening, and if he didn't respond, I would just drop the mic on his head. <laughs> I was bonking people. Uh-huh. Like with the cord, I would you know let the cord slack out and it would hit him in the forehead, and I'd be like wrong answer, you know, and just crawl <laughs> along, put my fingers in someone's mouths. Uh. It was real proto Ben Roy. Uh huh. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, the Squire, I always hated it there. You guys loved it because you were like, oh, we can go there and be artists, man. <laughs> we're like Hemingway in Spain. It was nice to. Have, it was nice to have a crowd that sometimes was good. Sometimes they could be really good and listen. But if there were a bunch of turds, or sometimes it didn't matter who was up there and when. Sometimes they just wanted to talk louder and louder every few minutes, and that's that's was the whole night. But uh, I don't know. Uh, I also lived off those bar tabs. You guys had like high paying jobs. Like I remember you were I, financial analyst. And <laughs> yeah. Sharpie worked for the Secretary of State. <laughs> Bobby was a high paid assassin. He, so I'd, you he know. worked for a secretary. He yeah. was a he was a secretary's assistant. There's he didn't have a lot to do. Sharpie could go as Bagel Boss for Halloween. <laughs> Shave those locks. He wouldn't even have to knee on his shoes. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I would have felt bad for him, but also it's funny to think that he just everywhere he goes, if anyone laughs at anything, he takes it for per- what. You laughing at my? You think I got a tiny dick? Oh, I got a little baby dick. That's what everyone's thinking, huh? Oh, I got a roll of certs in there, huh? Oh, wow, cool. One tum. That's what I got. Who's got heartburn? Because I've got the remedy right here. Is that what you're thinking? Is that what you? Is that what you texted an ex-lover last night? Huh? That is a funny guy. Just always, yeah, always on edge. Uh. The next motherfucker. <laughs> That giggles near me is gonna hear it. He's in the doctor's office, like signing up the paperwork. One of the one of the receptionists giggles. He's like, "Oh, what? Is it because I checked the box for having a baby penis? Huh? Did you see that all the way over there? That's right. It's too small." <laughs> Bagel boss rules. <laughs> He's the official he was, mascot of the show. He was supposed to fight somebody. Yeah, I think Dustin Diamond. <laughs> I think it might have been, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I, I put a bunch of money on Screech. Dustin Diamond has a huge dick. I don't want to know about it. I don't you didn't see that see tape? It. No. Becker, bring I it up. I also did not. Becker, okay, bring I'm it up on the monitor. It. I'm no, doing it. thanks. Yeah, so Dustin Diamond's swinging real staff. That's good for him, I guess. Because he looks like Uh, he looks. It was revealed that uh, it was a fake penis. Whoa! Breaking news, everybody! (laughs) We've got a cracking open story right now. He confessed to Cosmo Magazine that it was a a last-second sex tape stunt penis. What? Yeah. How do you attach a stunt penis? I think they just shoot someone else's pelvis area. What kind of green screen magic is that? I don't know. It's not green screen. It's editing, so you have you have his face and his full body shot a couple times, but then close-ups are a different person. So does his dick have a green sock on it? (sighs) Sam. 
Well, I'm sorry, I'm not a have dick green screen orgasmo? wizard. Have you seen Orgasmo? <laughs> no, it was rated R. Yeah, I forgot. Anything that's Judd, uh, that's <laughs> critical of Mormons. If it's not a Judd Apatow movie, I don't watch it. All right? You don't have enough time. Those things are long. I know, yeah, well... Look, the only movies I've seen, Corky Romano, <laughs> all right, Wedding Crashers, and uh, Schindler's List. I like that range. Yeah. Just every day, you, you go through all of the emotions <laughs> watching those movies. You guys want some cookies? I laugh, I cry. <laughs> now it's time for Corky Romano. <laughs> It'd be funny if Corky Romano was in Schindler's List. Let's give these kids some cookies. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up, it's me, Schindler. It's me, Arnold Schwarzenegger as Schindler. You've made it to my list. <laughs> oh, joining us live in studio. It's, I'm checking it twice. <laughs> I want to know who's been naughty and who's been Corky Romano. <laughs> oh, man. What a weekend. <laughs> is that right yeah what else have you had going on well I've just uh, you know last night Emily was off and she came home and she looked like a carcass and I had to bring her back to life with a little bit of <laughs> a little bit of, little bit of digit action <laughs> uh huh uh-huh. watch some cool. SNL digital shorts yeah uh, we did Lazy Sunday. Sado and linguists. And uh, it's just a bunch of people mispronouncing words. <laughs> and mm. the, the, the sadists are like, yeah, give it to me. <laughs> well, yeah, Emily. Can't save lives 24-7, Emily. Sometimes you got to shut those peepers, get some rest. She didn't, sh- she didn't save many lives this week. Twelve dead. <laughs> she's, she's got the yips. <laughs> yeah, she's like a golfer making it to the tour. <laughs> Can't throw out a third. Yeah. <laughs> By throw out a third, I mean put in a stint. <laughs> I had that happen. I'm kidding. My wife didn't kill anyone this she, week. She, well, I, I, this week. I feel yeah, like week, those, though. it sounds like she could have saved at least a couple of those people if she weren't taking a smoke break every 15 minutes. She switched to snooze. She's just hawking. <laughs> yeah, she's got a dip in all the time. <sighs> you got jaw cancer, brother. There was a time where Sharpie and I were uh, at, I think it's a Daily Park in Baker, not too far from here. That's right. And we were throwing a baseball back and forth, and uh, we we both saw two different people separately, and we didn't talk about it till after we were done playing catch, but... We both had similar experiences because I could see a guy go into a bush and then come out with pulling his pants up, so he almost certainly took a shit in, in the that bush. bush. Yeah, oh, Australian style. And then uh, feeding the tarantula. <laughs> Normally, it's not just one bush <laughs> as as far as the bush, but uh, so I tell Sharpie, I'm like, yeah, pretty sure I, I saw a guy that took a shit in the bush. And he goes, "Did you see that woman on the bench?" I was like, "No." There's this older woman that was uh, wasted on one of the benches, and Sharpie said that while she was sitting there, she pissed herself, and then stood up and like just trudged off, you know, oh, <laughs> just man. left a fucking puddle. Oh. And so, yeah, we didn't have that much fun at the park. It should have been a nice day with friends, <laughs> tossing the old egg around, tossing the old cow balls, <laughs> you know, just chucking a sheep's nuts back and forth. But, yeah. But it got ruined. Big city living is what that is. See, I think that it's fun, that kind of thing. Uh Uh-huh. It seems like a Flannery O'Connor short story came to life, you know? (laughs) I was just privy to a woman tapping back into her animal nature. Yeah. Pulling the pin on a piss grenade. (laughs) Sitting in it. As birds lilt overhead. Mmm, it's warm. Reminds me of those days back at grandmother's house. Summering. There on the cape. But no, it's not the Cape water licking at me. It's my own piss, and I'm sitting in it. Mmm, yes. I wonder if she drank it, radio DJ stuff. Oh, I hope so. <laughs> it's good for your throat. I can't afford tea. There's always that guy, and then there's this guy. Oh, that guy's cool. Uh, I don't smoke, but it sounds like it. He's been smoking, he's lying. I'm currently <laughs> being choked by my ex-wife. <laughs> oh, baby, I'm loving it. I'm rock hard. 
<laughs> Look me in the eye, Deborah, as you steal the wind from his pipe. <laughs> Becker. <laughs> yeah. What, what an existence that is. Toss it to Becker. The morning yeah. radio guy. Those guys have it pretty cool, though. They work like two hours a day. If you can call it working. Yeah. It's a lot of just being yeah, like, it whoa, sucks. it's a real humdinger out there right by the Bennigans on 14. <laughs> Uh, Sophie called you out and said that there is was never has never been a Bennigans in Elizabeth, nay, in Elbert County. So yeah, she's wrong. Sounds like you're pinch fibbing over there, just painting a false flag of a canvas with so your lies. We're gonna listen to Sophie, literally one of the dumbest people alive, <laughs> or me, proven genius. He's a hot founder himself. <laughs> okay, we Walk. all make mistakes. Walk. Walking snooze button. <laughs> I didn't know that there was a Bennigan's until I was told that by some reputable sources. I don't want to name who they are. Doesn't know the difference between a U and an O, and we're talking high school kids. My sister. Okay, let's listen to her. Well, she's the she's, she's leading the deaf out there. She's dumb as hell. <laughs> my sister, the fart sniffer talent. Yeah, me and my dad used to play a game called the fart game, where we go fart on Sophie, mm-hmm. and then we'd be like, "Game over, you can't play." <laughs> so she could never fart on us. <laughs> Did she want to? Of course, she wanted to play. She wanted to get some points. She had the lowest score ever in the history stink, of the league. Get some stink points. One time, we used to do that trick where I would uh, we'd get. Uh, Soft serve from McDonald's, you know? My dad loved to get soft serve when he was still drinking. He, like, he couldn't have a drink while he was driving us, so he had to eat like seven ice cream cones to get it with the shakes away. Uh-huh. So uh, we'd always go to, we'd go into Parker and we'd get uh, soft serve. And I did that thing where Sophie, I was like, you want to try mine? And of course she did, because she was a little oinker. And, uh, <laughs> she had some? <laughs> she already had. She had the exact same flavor as me. <laughs> but again, this is, this is your fucking go-to genius on if there was a Bennigan's or not. She Girl knows. who's too dumb to know that we both have vanilla. She and knows I'd be stuff. like, try mine, it's good, it's better than yours, and she'd be good. And I'd give her a nudge, she'd get it in her face. I did that to her one too many times, and the camel's <laughs> back broke, and she took her ice cream cone and embedded it on the top of my head, and gave me a giant streak, and left the cone hanging like a horn, yeah. like a tiny little clown hat, uh-huh. and uh, I was like, I started crying, and my dad, I expected him to be the voice of reason to step in, and my dad almost crashed the car, he was laughing so hard. <laughs> so, that's, that's who we're dealing with here. That's the brain trust I come from. It's amazing I haven't swallowed my tongue because I thought it was taffy, all right? <laughs> what is this? Growing up in those dumb mm. those dumb confines. <laughs> Becker! Yep. Okay, Becker's here. Eat anything weird? Oh, here, I did something fun. Mm. We don't have to go to that, thank God. <laughs> what did Becker eat? That, that segment all the pigs want to hear. Uh, I did, I refereed the talent show. Not refereed, I judged the talent show for the National... <laughs> Keep it clean, fellas. <laughs> National Federation of the Blind last night. Yeah. What a wild scene that was. Uh-huh. It was pretty good. It was. Well, it was no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was, you know, it was its own thing. You were the celebrity judge. I literally we, was. We, we got Sam Talent here, yeah. who apparently is a comedian. Well, they kept saying, hey, we have a comedian from Denver, the biggest comedian in Denver. And I heard people in the chat saying, it's Josh Blue. Oh, good, Josh Blue's here. Cool, I love Josh Blue. And then Eileen was like, it's Sam Talent. And everyone was like, F. <laughs> just F in the chat. <laughs> they thought they were hitting F. It was all J's. Just question marks. <laughs> People logging off. Yeah, it was uh, It was quite the display of uh, different talents, you know? Yeah. A lot of off-key piano being played. People were muted during their performance because they couldn't figure out where the unmute button was. Oh, no. Yeah, and then they'd turn and be like, Sam, how was it? And I'd be like, wow, breathtaking stuff. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Quite the visual uh, tableau. Yeah. Eileen asked me at one point if I was wearing my National Federation of the Blind hat, the Live the Life You Want hat with Live the Life You Want in Braille on it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yeah, I sure am. (laughs) (laughs) No one knew. (laughs) What about the people that were tuned in that were just fans? They didn't didn't know. Of raw talent. They were all wasted. (laughs) They were all drunk. They finally had a break, you know, from taking care of their, their loved ones who were about to... Sing the third Miley Cyrus song of the evening. Oh, yeah, before he cheats. Mm-hmm. Just every other performance. <laughs> like, all right. We got another take on Carrie Underwood. You would have loved it. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah, I think you would have loved it. I love amateur performances. Right. I like the process. I like... That's why I hosted an open mic for eight years. 
Yeah, I just like raw meat. I like seeing uh, how the sausage gets made. Once it's once it's done and it's uh, selling like hotcakes, boring. I'm yeah. a sausage slave, man. I like the origin story. I like the, you know, how did Precious become Precious? Yeah, exactly. You want to see the parents get shot I in the alley. I want to see Monique screaming at pr- poor Precious. Me and Bukley said that we should both be Monique for sticker treat. <laughs> That'd be pretty great. <laughs> two, two very different takes on Monique. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I can't figure out why blackface is insulting, but I guess I'm not going to do it. <laughs> it's a tough one. Well, it's because of minstrelsy, right? That's why people don't like it? Because of its negative history? Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. I think because so much of it has always been like a shitty caricature as opposed to any kind of real... And those those characters, the blackface characters, were always like dumb or exaggerated and... What if you did like played a, for laughs? What if you did a spot-on impression of someone? Jimmy's still in Not trouble a, for that Carl Malone. That was okay. Perfect. You think that was spot-on? Yeah. Oh my God, that was very insulting. Have you seen Carl Malone talk? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Watch him defend himself with that fifteen-year-old and him get real stumbly. And oh well. Oh. Well, have you ever had to defend yourself against rape but accusations? But also none of because you start stumbling. Look at Joe Biden. <laughs> but he wasn't doing it in any like known stereotype he was just playing Carl Malone all soft and okay now you're doing the voice <laughs> oh no that's the Carl Malone voice though. that's not another voice that's not what Jimmy sounded like okay Jimmy's was like this here Carl Malone <laughs> he didn't put any S's on the end of words that I don't think that that was true Okay, so you guys was are both bad? Jimmy Kimmel apologists? You just no, said you don't I'm understand just, it. I'm the upset he's I wasn't problem. serious. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. I get why it rules. Uh, his Oprah one was offensive. Mm. Wasn't fat enough. <laughs> We're uh, not going to Arizona anymore. We're not going Breaking to news. Yeah, all the Tucson fans. To all the Tucson... Yeah, the... <laughs> the, the Chublets trying we, to chase the Chub down there. We had sold out all but the early afternoon show. It sucks, <laughs> man. We had yeah. the rapping baby who's going to make it a performance. <laughs> goo, a goo, a ga, a ga, ga. It's me. Where's my da-da? <laughs> rap, 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 rapping baby. Rap, 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 rapping baby. Uh, but yeah, it's the right move. We should not go. Did you do a bunch of ketamine before we did this one? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I did like a bunch of laundry. It looks like you're looking through. You look like a Vietnam veteran. I'm looking through you. You are, yeah. What do well, you it's see? It's the Sam Talent Show today. You're fucking a DJ. You've got. You're wearing many hats. I just <laughs> went into uh, a true thing. And didn't spice it up with a, with a bunch of sound effects, so you could say that that's ketamine-induced. Well, yeah, we're not going to Arizona, man. I mean, it's the right thing to do. That's all. We wanted to go down there, do laughs in Tucson. As a young comedian, we both dreamed of doing laughs in Tucson. I was there with Jake Sharon t- ten years ago. God, really? <laughs> yeah, I hosted, he featured, and we were with that dude, Sean Kent. Is he the last comic standing cancer guy? The Rain Man? No, that's Kemp. Oh, fuck. Damn. Sean Kent can dunk from the free throw. <laughs> that's right, yeah. Uh, so that, that's why you're getting confused. He does have a and lot I of kids. I think he's from Seattle. <laughs> Uh-oh. Oh, no. <laughs> We're on to something. No, uh, yeah, I think that's Sean Kent. Okay. Is his name, I believe. He had cancer. Becker's looking it up. Like he twice. Knows. And... Ball cancer? I don't remember. That'd be pretty funny. If I, I had cancer... His balls didn't look like they had cancer, but no? they... But they don't always. Mm-mm. Sometimes they get all big and swelled up with uh, whatever it is, collagen. Yeah. And baby phalluses. What goes into chemo? There's all kinds of shit in chemo. Our balls are pretty much just landmines we're waiting to step on. But, know? yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. You're just rolling those dice. It's like, once you get snake eyes, guess what? Your balls are poison. How'd that go with Jake Sharon? Awful. <laughs> It was a rough. This was a time. Can you imagine? It's so funny. If anybody, if anybody that's been doing stand up for like two years here in Denver, like the last two years, yeah. If they knew of a time when some of the most random people were in and and regularly featured at Comedy Works because there were like, you know, fifteen comics here that that's were right. 
working. <laughs> it was a different time, man. It was but yeah. Crazy, Jake Sharon man. was like in on the list. Yeah. you know, hosting shows, doing stuff. That's when Andrew Orvidal lit himself on fire. Andrew Orvidal <laughs> in protest, gun in his mouth because he hated Jake Sharon so much. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was. It was Jordan Zuckerman was at the top of the charts. Zuckerman was tearing shit up. <laughs> the Zuck the truck. rapping baby himself. <laughs> he literally I was. stole. I stole my act from. <laughs> From Zuckerman, he was, he was the original <laughs> rapping baby. He was like if the bagel boss only ate bagels. He was five foot tall, four hundred and thirty pounds. <laughs> Look, he looked like uh, <laughs> he looked like Fred Durst if he was stung by a bunch of bees and scorpions. <laughs> like if Fred Durst fell asleep on a red ant pile, <laughs> woke up swollen. <laughs> he was the first guy to take me on the road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He uh, he was. With me in Breckenridge with that racist dude that kept telling all the racist jokes with Troy Walker. I told, oh, yeah, I told the yeah. story. Mm-hmm. People don't know Jordan about Jake was, Sharon. Jordan was like, I can't, do, I can't do any cocaine. My heart will explode. And I was like, it's all right, buddy. I'll do the cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> Look at don't, me. Don't worry about that. I'm an Adonis. I, yeah. It I'm, can't phase me. I'm nice and healthy. Yeah. My heart's as strong as that horse that I ate. Uh... Damn, yeah, Jake Sharon, dude. Jake Sharon. Uh, you know what I remember about Jake was he kept describing his frustrations with dating, and it really came down to <laughs> he wanted a, a, a young lady who was very sexual and adventurous and, like, down for whatever, but he didn't want her to have done any of that stuff with anyone else. Yet. Oh, Weird. boy. He wanted someone who Little was... Schrodinger's w- pussy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, wanted someone, he wanted someone who had all of the trappings of a very sex-positive, you know, fun, crazy kind of a time, but who had only, like, written in their journal about yeah, it. Yeah, only he wanted read a, about it. He wanted a 15-year-old that <laughs> that was ready to become uh, an adult. A 15-year-old who only read Victorian bodice rippers. I like that. A suicide girl who hadn't, you know, cut her wrists at all. Yeah, suicide girl who has safety scissors. Who hadn't been stabbed. Literally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no peen. But, uh, so yeah, that was like, you know, I... Had to be like, yeah, it's got to be tough looking for the right person or whatever. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, he Meanwhile, also... you were down at the Bennigan's just fucking chopping through swing staff waitresses. Just. No. I don't know. We were out for like 10 days or Jesus something. Jesus Christ, 10 days with Sharon? With Sharon, yeah. Oh, you know about Jake Sharon? Sharon the road. Oh, Jake Sharon got a tattoo on his arm that said a good poop, and it was a turd, like giving the thumbs up for his closer. Because people always say, if you're going to get a tattoo, get something that will mean something to you when you're 80 years old. So I got this tattoo because I think a good poop's going to mean a lot to me when I'm 80 years old. It's called committing to the bit. And it used to be reviled. Wait, revered. (laughs) He used to wear fingerless gloves on stage. No, he didn't. Yeah, he did, and sunglasses. No, that well, that was like second wave because he cut his hair. Remember, he was <laughs> he was the Jesus. Of, oh yeah, he was Jesus. He had long hair, uh-huh. and then he had the the rebrand as yeah. camo vest, short hair. He dressed like a bounty hunter. Yeah, he like Becker's parents when they were gonna go bang. <laughs> put on the put on the vest, baby. <laughs> I want more pockets. He we stayed with you know Mike Sen right? He was an of Arizona course, guy. Yeah. We stayed he was with teetering him. on the edge of insanity. Oh yeah, he saw some shit in the in the military, and it, it was there, like buried. But it, I saw him get pissed once, and that I think he was in the Marines, and fucking that Marine came. He woke up. He got unburied pretty quick, and he was ready to roll. I didn't know he was a Marine. He was in the military. He might have been in the army, but he was definitely like a pretty badass guy and it, you, yeah, you didn't know cuz he was very soft spoken. Yeah. His jokes were very like most of them were very like silly. Uh but yeah, he is he's been in Texas for a while. But we stayed with him in Arizona and Jake thought it was funny to hide like 50 of his business card business cards in Mike's apartment. Oh, my God. And he also had this little keychain thing that made noise, played noises, like uh, like a high-pitched tone. Oh, you can't do surprise noises around a Marine. He did, dude. Well, he, oh, he's going to go hide underneath the couch. He started playing just like a high-pitched tone, 
and acted, you know, oh, what's that, you know? And, and so we're, like, looking, and Mike's, like, look, he thought it was a ceiling fan or something. And eventually I realized what was going on because he had done some of the some of the sound effects in, uh, like, a grocery store or something. And so I knew that he had a little thing. And so I hear that tone, and I was like, this motherfucker. Like, we stayed with Mike for, like, a week. Yeah. Free, you know? <laughs> uh, he was doing us a big favor. And so... Why were you in Tucson for a week? Uh, Jake booked us a bunch of great shows. <laughs> <laughs> we were in... We were in Tempe and Phoenix first, and then we did that Honda Casino in, like, northern Arizona. So we were, like, we just had a, quite a few gigs in uh, and around Phoenix. So we, maybe it wasn't a full week, but it was more than a couple of nights we were there. So yeah. it was very nice of Mike. And, uh, yeah, I'd, <laughs> I got to commiserate with him a little bit. Just be like, yeah, sorry, dude. Like, I don't fucking. I bet you know. I th- that must have been. I was pretty new here. It was probably like twenty yeah. two thousand nine or something. I hadn't Damn. been here that long, Whoa. so I was like, oh, a bunch of work. But yeah, it was with back when you were King Toad, Jake Sharon. <laughs> back when I was just a little amoeba swimming around in your loads, man. <laughs> <laughs> Everywhere you stepped was a puddle, and I would skip from from hole to hole. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, and I don't know if that would have been before or after uh, when I was. Charlie Manson for Halloween, but those were the days. You man. remember that yeah. as a, one of the first times we swastika talked, on your forehead. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I did. Yeah, yeah. pretty huh. sick. Little chubby Manson. I was. Always Little did I so... know that you were torturing a hero. <laughs> you were torturing a fucking military veteran. Uh, did you put yeah. an end to it before Sen attacked his uh, ceiling fan with a bayonet? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. He didn't. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't pull out any of his weaponry. <laughs> He, uh, I think I must have told him after, but yeah, what a weird, there was also, uh, we drove late, uh, I think driving back from that casino gig, it was, it's, it was pretty secluded up. And so there were like deer all over the place. And so Jake's solution to like, make sure that we didn't hit any deer was to honk his horn the whole time, like continuously. Yeah. So it's like, man. Just a guy, you know, who would have been annoying enough just with words and feelings and emotions, you know, his opinions. His dad was a cop and he used to beat but him all the then time. He had to, then he had to also just do other things on top of yeah. the conversations to be just that extra memorable. I him guess. and Kronberg had a weird duo where they did a, like an hour show of just shit jokes. It was called The Shit Show. Damn. And they did, each of them wrote 90 or wrote 30 minutes of poop comedy. And then they, like, co-headlined. It was the best show I've ever seen. It was seminal, man. Yeah, I'll This bet. one you think you've seen everything that Scat can do? They can make it really sing, brother. They were like Miles Davis, you know? It was like Coltrane and Davis just, going head-to-head. Just play, Two masters playing of their the form. brown note yeah. over and over. Mm-hmm. Everybody just constantly shitting. Eesh. Uh, I wonder if it was Sharon one time. It sucked. Kronberg's great, but... yeah. I can imagine, uh, yeah, half of that show was probably pretty fun, and the other half, not not as fun. I used to sell Sharon Weed. He'd come over, try and haggle me down, get stoned, start crying. Every time. <laughs> once a week. He'd come over and be like, I only got 40 bucks. All right, fine. Please take me to Tulsa. Uh, and then he'd get stoned and be like, my dad never said he loved me, and just start weeping. And my roommates are like, you know, playing fucking... <laughs> Def Mario Jam Vendetta in the living room, and this long hair starts crying. It's like, get your fucking Jesus out of here, Sam. <laughs> yeah, that was the, one of the, he was one of the first people that um, where I saw kind of what it took to get booked at any real amount. And yeah. my God, just uh, you know, just the worst. Like the idea of almost all of his day was filled with either following up on previous, you know, places that he had emailed already and figuring out who could vouch for him so that he could hit up new venues with the name of someone who had performed there already, so-and-so vouches for me. So it was just nonstop. And then he would take Leaving breaks voicemails. to, like, prank call churches, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if, uh, if there were any prank calls. But I got sick of prank calls. I think I... I mean, a long time ago, but, like, once you start working a job, it's like, man, those aren't as funny, because <laughs> I guess sometimes if they're funny, then the, and the person can get in on it, 
then it's not as bad. There was a kid named uh, Alex, the kid whose jer- uh, basement I popped my cherry in. Yeah, <laughs> Alex Nichols. We were. Uh, he had this bit that worked one time in a prank call where he called the Walmart and said he needed. It was his daughter's birthday tomorrow. He's like, "It's my daughter's birthday tomorrow." You know, he's eleven or whatever. <laughs> and I need a goldfish, but it's got to be bigger than a baby's shoe. And it like worked once, and we were like, "That was the funniest thing we've ever heard." And then he did it like ten more times, and it never worked again. And he'd be like, no, no, he's like, I like flop sweat. <laughs> like, no, no, I promise, I'll, I'll figure it out this time. Hello, pet smart. I need the baby's shoe. I don't know why he had an accent. <laughs> he was trying to spice it up. Yeah, he was doing, yeah, it was next level shit. Like, Hello, I need the baby shoe, fish. Can, does the fish come in baby shoe? <laughs> I need the fish. What could eat a monkey? Oh, yeah, the monkey eater. <laughs> That's what you were doing. <laughs> I only can do two voices. This one, and it's me, the guy who stole the monkey. <laughs> oh, it's me. Hey, welcome to the morning show. It's me, the monkey thief. We're joined by rapping baby. <laughs> Why are you the rapping baby? That bit didn't make any sense. That was all you. You came in hot. <laughs> well, like, I just, I was just. You're like everybody, everybody, chill on the intro. I've I got, got it, this. fellas. Yeah, I've got a little magic web to spin. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Call me Charlotte. I got a web to weave. I turned my head, back, my hat backward. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you went way over the top with that one. <laughs> well, I was trying something. <laughs> you know, <laughs> no regrets, man. I, 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 I'm glad. I don't, I don't want you to have a single regret. I don't, man. You know what I regret? Not uh, buying more. A couple regrets would be okay. I have a couple. Not playing football at Dartmouth. Oh, good. <laughs> uh, not letting that girl go in Tucson. Um, no, she lived. But here's the thing, guys. We're not going to be in Tucson, everyone. But me and Lund can't make it. Becker is filling in. Becker will be there. Oh, Ooh. there we go. Yeah, just Becker's eating stuff. It's just going to be me and donuts on stage. <laughs> Reading out loud from his diary. <laughs> and, yeah, the food journal closer, where you say a certain amount of thing of food, and you're like, who can beat it? Nobody ever can. You know what would have been a good gig for you? Geek in the geek pit? Yeah. That would have been a great fucking job. Just yeah. Biting the heads off chickens? That would be lovely. God, they pay you in toenails? Ooh. <laughs> Those were the days, man. <laughs> Just pay you in fucking Lucky Strike filter list, toenails, all the chicken heads you can eat. <sighs> Sounds nice. You gotta guzzle the blood. Yeah, but that's what my uncle always said. What did they do with the rest of the chicken? I'm sure there was good eating later. Oh yeah, of course. That yeah. was the opening act. Yeah. By the end of the show, they got fried chicken for everybody. You know, <laughs> Man, fried chicken. Sounds really good. I think I'm hungry. You know what I had oh, for breakfast? Shit. You guys are gonna think I'm insane. Lay it on me. All right. Call me the little thick one. <laughs> uh, pancakes with baked beans on them. Okay. What? Yeah, that was breakfast. You like a strange Englishman? I don't know. I had uh, pancakes with red chili on them one time. Yeah. I woke up this morning, made sure Emily was still breathing. Uh, <laughs> I held a mirror up to her nose, and I was like, this is the kind of morning for pancakes with baked beans. Nice. And I made it, and I woke her up, and I was like, breakfast is ready. And she was like, oh, good. What do we have for breakums? <laughs> is this more monkey meat? And I was like, uh, well, it's pancake with baked beans. And she literally went back to bed. (laughs) You just hear the door slam upstairs. Gordy goes flying out a window. (laughs) She starts blasting sweet emotion. It's like, oh, no, Emily's pissed. Gordy's getting it in. She fucks Gordy to make me jealous. It's her angry music. (laughs) That'd be a wild move. Ladies, if you're listening and you want to make your hubby or partner jealous, start fucking the dog while they're in the house. Cuck them with their own dog that's that's one of your jokes too is just dog fucking you would be upset wouldn't you that would hurt you yes or no what if megan were to fuck one of the dogs while you were in the house (laughs) yeah i suppose it would hurt okay cool i would i would fear that part of her brain had died so you would it would wig you out right i wouldn't just be like oh man oh shit i can't believe i'm getting cucked by my own dog well. what are you talking about oh this is, this is some crazy mind games being played <laughs> my favorite part's the detail of you being in the house you have to be in the house to be jealous <laughs> you can't check your dog's phone to see if she's texting him sam just went to bed meet me in the bathroom <laughs> Did you do syrup over the the whole thing? No, I had a fried egg on top. Ooh. There was some so bacon too. Fried egg, fried egg, bacon, beans. Yeah, pancake. No uh, 
syrup. They were they were like maple beans. Okay, they were sweet. So that's did you hit them with like a griddled tomato? You're like close to a weird English breakfast. No, I did actually. I baked uh, tomatoes and eggplants in the oven. Nice. Yeah, that sounds pretty good. It was great, man. Yeah. I think I'm really onto something here. Yeah, I think I should open up like a uh, cart where I just sell pancakes with different smothers. Yeah, East smother. Remember that? La <laughs> huh? Yeah, remember East smother. That's how he says it. Yeah, yeah. no, <laughs> the old guy. Yep. He's still over there. He is there. He'd be like, hey, so what do, you the- want a, what do you want? A, uh, a langua burrito? You got it, brother. You want rice and beans in there? Sure. East mother. <laughs> <laughs> I guess he hasn't been there as much because he's older. The rest of the family's been there instead of him. I love La Abeja. If you're ever in Denver, man, yeah. and you can't get into Taco de Mexico, check out La Abeja right there on Colfax and Pearl. I think it's better than Taco de Mexico. I think it has more sentimental value for me. Yeah. But I like the uh, like the face meat burrito. Okay. At Tacos de Mexico, a little okay. bit more. Yeah. Emmy likes La Beja because she can get a white chicken burrito. <laughs> they, they have like a breast meat burrito. Gotcha. Yeah. Oh. So, but every day when I moved to Denver back in 05, those many moons ago, I ate at La Beja damn near every day. <laughs> that and the buck of scoop. Right next oh, door. Oh, yeah. They shut it down. It's me, George Norrie, <laughs> reminiscing about my time being a youth in Denver. Is Norrie from here? Yes. That's cool. He is. Me, I mean. <laughs> Art Bell, you're dead. <laughs> is that George Norrie or Art Bell? I don't know. I mean, I don't know what. Art you're Bell. Playing. This is Art yeah, Bell. Then George Norrie. Art was Bell the other radio one. program. And then, yeah. <laughs> George Norrie here. Art Bell. George Norrie. I'm John. Oh. <laughs> I can't say anything. I'm John. <laughs> That's the only impression that I can do. Is you have to be able to say the name of the person. That's the. It trick. is the. It is a trap that a lot of people. F- a lot of comics fall into when they're doing an impression is that you're so like worried that people won't know who you are I think it's like a weird defense mechanism like oh as long as you can say if or if you say their name and it's anywhere close to what they sound like then it's like the double double uh, dip of Art Bell belief George Nori I'm John but yeah, you can't. Uh, <laughs> Those guys interviewing each other. You can't. I'm yeah, you, 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 that's th- that's the thing is that you can't say it more than like once, yeah. or else then you sound like a complete psycho. Well, I like to open up with it. I say my own name. I'm constantly. John. Hey, y'all, it's me, John. <laughs> yeah. Anyone wondering who's out there? It's me, John. <laughs> I do more impressions, but yours are always a lot better than mine. Mm. That's what's cool mm-hmm. is when you tune into one. It's like you're in the room with that person. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks. Remember, what, what was your best impression? Tom? No. That other, remember, <laughs> didn't you do like a Puerto Rican guy? No. <laughs> oh, no, the Jamaican cab driver, right? No. No? Dutch milkmaid? <laughs> Am I thinking of me? My jugs are overflowing. Well, only let John have a taste. <laughs> Is okay. that who you're thinking of? The, um, Dutch, the Dutch milkmaid? Yeah, I think so. Pat- Patricia Smiths? Let's hear it. You just did. <laughs> you want to do a, you want to do a character piece? Let's do plugs and get the fuck out of I'll here. I'll introduce you as Art Bell. <laughs> I'll interview you. Becker, what impressions do you do? Uh, I mean, a, a, a bunch. Let's hear one. Um, I, I, I can I can do John C. Riley pretty good. Most Whoa, of he's yeah. done John C. before. Yeah, yeah that's, the that's real good. Oh, well, joining me today, it's me, Art Bell, on Coast to Coast. I've got John C. Riley's ghost, <laughs> and of course, the Dutch milkmaid, Patricia Smith. Patricia and John, thanks for joining me. Uh, do you want f- uh, f- whole milk, or would you like the two percent? Classic. Right. I can't understand what this guy's saying over there. <laughs> I'm, me? You mean me? I have goat milk, I have alpaca, and I have emu. That's a lot of milk. I didn't know birds could produce milk. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you have to be patient. John, what do you think about that? 
Uh, I, oh, God. God, you guys need to take improv classes. <laughs> it, 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 takes, it takes too much for me to concentrate on it to be laughing and then go right back in, you know? This is why you, we have don't bring to, you have to forget that you are in a funny situation and instead you are just a person who's living your experience. You know, not, I, I giggle because the milk is going everywhere and father will be very angry. That's going to be upsetting to your father. <laughs> That's he, a lot of wasted uh, emu milk. He may have to sell the farm. <laughs> Lund, you still got it. Becker, we're signing you up for level one at the bovine. You got it. Um, <laughs> Becker, less is more. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, we have one of the best sponsors. Is that fair to say? Yeah. Right? I, I feel like uh, that is uh, only uh, insufferable. It's only uh, abominable if it's not facts if it's uh, if it's obviously a lie we we do have a uh, the best sponsor so it's okay to say that yeah i think you're right man and uh this sponsor this week is bailcomedyshow.com no oh <laughs> fuck no <laughs> <laughs> oh hell no nah. y'all got up and done it mark masters tried to shit on you and i, w- I shot on his ass <laughs> He had some. He had some fun copy. Yeah, he had some real good copy. It was like, hey, you know who rules? Sam. You know who sucks all the dicks and doesn't like it because he's not a <laughs> willing homosexual, which would be cool if he was. It's not a big deal. Nathan Lund. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was a little weird. Yeah. I like that. I like that you uh, stood up for me. Yeah, of course, always, dude. Mm-hmm. Your biggest ally. You hit Mark with a stool. I did. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I did. Glenwood Springs style. I broke off a leg in him. Uh, but yeah, we're joined this week by Hold the Phone dot Television, guys. That's right. Go to H O L D T H E P H O N E D O T T E L E V I S I O N dot com to watch <laughs> some of the best online comedy going. We've got Hot Tub. Hot Tub? Pizza Hot Tub. Is it Hot Tub? Am I saying it, it is wrong? Hot Tub. So, I don't know what's... It's Hot Tub. Hot Tub. Is that like... Hot Tub. Hot Tub. You got it. I got it. All right, nice. It's Hot Tub. tub, It came came out sounding uh, correct. Well, you know, we used to call a Hot Tub is where uh, my dad would feed us all a bunch of celery. Just days and days of celery. And then we would uh, sit in a big pay, like like a horse trough, me and my sister, my cousins... Then we would just diarrhea and piss into that thing. <laughs> and then when we had a new baby born, we could baptize them into the church of shit. <laughs> My God. Yeah. What an awful... It was crazy. <laughs> that just came from somewhere in your brain. <laughs> and your mouth was like, oh, hell yeah. <laughs> you think my mouth had anything to this do with rules. that? <laughs> <laughs> your mouth was a, was a willing conspirator. <laughs> a conspirator. <laughs> so if you want to see that live on the internet... Enough getting a tour browser, all right? You can just go to holdthephone.tv and watch Hot Tub. We got Kurt Braunhaler and uh, Kristen Schurd. They're going to be eating celery uh, November 2nd. And then Rhea Butcher, Dana Donnelly, Francesca Forentini, Chris Garcia, Solomon Giorgio, Nick Ciarelli, and Brad Evans are all going to sit in that hot tub filled with piss and shit. And look, is it a new church? It sure is. But November 2nd, everyone, become an apostate preacher of a dead tongue with Hot Tub. Hot Tub? That's just one of the shows, too. That's every Monday. And then uh, Hey Girl with Matt Bronger and Kyle Kinane is on Friday. So uh, so is the, the Fun Time Boys. Fun and time the Fun boys. Time Boys are having Doug Benson and more this week. And more? Oh, and more. Shit. You don't really need that, more. That probably means Graham Elwood's on that bitch. <laughs> oh, my God. Are you kidding? <laughs> Holy shit. Who's going to read more tweets? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, palm striking away. (laughs) Imagine if uh, Art Bell was the bagel boss. (laughs) You're saying, I have a baby's penis. Is that what you're giggling about over there? Listen, I might be 4'8", but I'll beat the shit out of you. Oh my god, Dr. Kev, do they say you have a tiny microphallus as well? I hope they serve bagels in heaven, (laughs) because that's where you're going to go if you call me short again. I didn't hear uh, the question. I just had to get my shit in. I'm, uh, I'm the bagel boss, I guess. I don't know. Listen, you, you come to New Jersey, you call me a bagel boss, I'm going to beat the shit out of you. Love to talk about the bagel boss. Wait. <laughs> this is me, Arnold Schwarzenegger, the bagel boss. <laughs> oh, but yeah, get on the Patreon. 
You fucking fig pig? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Becker's car exploded. Lund's having to have his tail removed. I need to get more troughs and more celery so I can get this church off the ground. I want tax exempt status. So get to Lund, shout it out. Patreon.com slash chubby behemoth. And uh, yeah, we got a few options for you. You get the extra episode a week for five bucks a Five dollars. You get uh, that plus a, a monthly AMA for ten bucks. We just dropped this month. We did, and it was fun. And uh, the $20 tier, you get all of that, the extra episode, the AMA, and something fun in the mail. In the mail. We gotta do uh, the next care package. I got some uh, some bodily fluids and some uh, hairs and some nails that yeah. are ready for uh, envelope-sealed delivery. And maybe, just maybe, you'll get an unpublished short story by me, George Bell. <laughs> so yeah, check it out. It's, it's sick. People get on there. Give us that cash. I don't want a rash. It's a mad dash for the stash. <laughs> There's only one rapping baby in the house. Put your tongue in my mouth. <laughs> Lick my molars clean. I want to smell that spleen till I cream. <laughs> I'll be at the Dayton Funny Bone. I'm in the zone. I'm all alone because my parents died. <laughs> I'm a baby. <laughs> Save it for laughs. Oh, wait. <laughs> 2021. <laughs> We're never going there.